0: Hey, I'm Ken Pettit. And I'm Martin Frazier. And we are Loud Americans discussing soccer, better known as Ah, uh, All right. Today is Thursday, November 18th, 2021, from South. Boston, Massachusetts, and Mooresville, North Carolina. I am joined by my esteemed colleague, the maestro of mechanics, Martin frazier Did you like that intro? I've never really given you like a proper intro. The Manchester United Martin F- Fraser. How's that?
1: M's M's baby. M's. Uh, I like it. I like it. Thank you. The Thank you. Midfield maestro, mechanic maestro, Manchester United Superfan. All those are accurate.
0: Yes um and unfortunately you have to deal with them coming back this weekend (laughs) Uh, uh. it's like we hate the international break but then we got to actually watch our clubs play it's like ah that's not always you know depending on who you are but all right well we got a really exciting show for you today guys uh we're going to cover some actual international break i think we watched a little bit of it um we got some updates on some news stories we also have uh, our predictions for this weekend. Arsenal go to Anfield. Um, I haven't actually looked at the slot of games really, besides Arsenal at Anfield. Who else is playing this weekend, Martin? Anyone good? I'm checking United's the schedule. Not playing
1: Watford, so we'll probably fucking win that. Um, I think Chelsea's playing. Chelsea is playing Villa. Um,
0: Stevie G. Oh no, yeah, Chelsea's playing Chelsea. Back. Chelsea's playing Leicester, so another big game Saturday okay. morning. uh, Eastern uh, clock time, whatever that is. Um, Villa will be going up against Brighton. So that'll be Stevie G versus Graham Potter. So I'm taking Graham Potter, dog. Um. All day. (laughs) Um, Who else we got this weekend? West Ham Wolves. That should be pretty fun. And then you got Man City, Everton, Tottenham, Leeds. So could Antonio Conte get his first win? Could Rafa beat Pep? probably not but yeah we'll get to that we'll talk all about that uh towards the end of the show and then we'll have some fan questions but um martin before we get into any international news uh there is an international conflict i do want to talk about qatar no but i did see you said <laughs> today that denmark is refusing any like ads or revenue from the 2022 world cup uh in protest to qatar is that true
1: yeah, so um, the Denmark FA essentially DBU has come out with a statement saying that they will not um, affiliate with any commercialization or interviews or literally any off-field antics uh, during this World Cup. They will literally um, go play the games that they're in, go back to the hotel, and they said that they're going to like triple check the hotels to make sure that the workers are living in you know humane conditions. Um, And essentially they're saying, we're not going to boycott this, but we're going to boycott the fuck out of this. And you know what? Um, I know Norway came out um, and said that they were going to boycott the World Cup. Obviously, they didn't make it um, in order to boycott it. But this is a huge step from one of the better um, football federations um, in the world. I, I mean, we've talked at length as to what's going on in Qatar regarding the slave labor uh, used to build all these stadiums, the human rights issues in the in the actual country itself and you know destitute conditions for those you know not in the rich class. Um, and I'm not talking about America. Um, so
0: I, I think <laughs> weird <laughs> yeah it's weird that you have to make that uh, you know clarification that clarification
1: but yeah. yeah we're talking yeah. about Qatar baby. Um, speaking of which that's where formula one is going this weekend. So, I mean, it's, it's just, you know, FIFA sports watching the ever living shit out of this God awful nation. Um, so big ups to Denmark for, to, for, you know, coming out and saying we will boycott all commercialization and, and all, you know, interviews and, and, and basically everything except the games themselves. I hope other teams such as England, um, France, maybe Portugal, Germany, all get behind this and really show that. I mean, giving Qatar a World Cup um, spot in the first place is is atrocious in itself, and the abuses um, have been ongoing and have not been, you know, cited or or slided by the FIFA committee themselves. So, you know, huge ups to Denmark for being decent fucking people. Uh, Everybody else, step up your game.
0: Yeah, I feel like we did our feel good story of the pod early on. So now you shut it off, guys. Like, that's that's the best we're going to do for the rest of the show. That was our best, you know, uh, I think, story of the show. Um, but what I was really going to talk about was what's going on uh, over at PSG's women's squad. Ah, a domestic uh, dispute. Well, I well, Martin, it's a crossing into Spain now. So if you haven't heard. Uh, Last week, uh, right at the start of the international break, uh, PSG confirmed a women's midfielder, Aminata Diallo, was taken in police custody for attacking her teammate, Kiera Hamarel. I cannot pronounce your last name. I'm so sorry. I I meant to learn how to pronounce these people's (laughs) names when we came back. Did not do it. Did not do my homework. Um, Well, there's been a development. um, New information... Uh, points to Eric Abidal's wife being the one responsible for ordering the attack on PSG footballer Kiara Hamaru. It was allegedly revenge for sleeping with Abidal while he was Barcelona's sporting director and Hamaru played for Barcelona's women's side. So it went from a Tanya Harding to uh, V is for Vendetta to I don't even know, Maren. The plot has thickened and again we said we wanted like a netflix special on this but we need it now
1: yeah um there are two things that never forget elephants and jaded women um and i i am just shook by these revelations obviously shook when it first came out tanya harding attacks um her fellow teammate now i'm even shook more that abidal is being roped into it he cheated on someone back in like 2013 allegedly Allegedly, oh, allegedly, this woman has waited six or seven years to get back at the woman Abidal allegedly cheated on uh, her with. So, I well, mean, Martin, just, it's a
0: perfect storm. She, it's they it's find, beautiful. Almost they find somebody at PSG who feels though they need playing time. They feel like they find someone with a similar position and they go to her and they're like, hey, you want to like work together and get back at this woman? She fucked my husband. She's taking playing time for you. We all want something here we all win something if we take her out. So it, it was like a perfect cocktail. Um, I mean, they Jim's got caught in so, shit. Well, well, no, they got caught. So, <laughs> didn't exactly, <laughs> you know, go exactly how they planned. But yeah, I'm waiting to hear more about this. And there's been a lot of shit about footballers being jailed at a Again, alleged, uh, Benjamin Mendy, uh, got another, uh, Two. trigger, warning, trigger, trigger warning, trigger warning, sexual assault, rape allegations against him. um, so, yeah, uh, that's 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 wild. There's a lot of prison FC building a squad. That's the meme going around prison
1: FC building a solid squad. I mean, you got Adam Johnson still in there from like
0: 2012. <laughs> I don't know if his football. Skills I think he's are out. I think he's out now, isn't he? He's not in jail anymore, right?
1: I don't know. He'd probably make it back on that Sunderland team if he is out.
0: I'm not quite sure uh, though. Because he's watching them. It's like, oh yeah, we just picked up Adam Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> we got you know, Adam like, Johnson no, and Guilfi. <laughs> I mean, we've already been double relegated. Uh, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's fucked up. Fuck Adam Johnson. But um yeah, it's uh the list grows. Um remember when Ronaldinho was in prison in was it Peru for like trying to use a fake pass passport? That was a few years ago. Damn.
1: Yeah, and he ran that prison when he was on the inside. Like, oh, they he loved organized, him. Yeah, he organized footy games in the yard. Uh, he was signing autographs and shit. So uh, note to professional footballers, don't be like Gilfie Sigurdsson, etc. Be like Ronaldinho. Get arrested for using a fake passport and then go run the football yard. I mean prison yard, sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, go, you know, uh, play a little uh, pickup, you know with the guards and uh everything will everything will be fine don't don't commit real crimes like actually more moral crimes against people and others <laughs> yeah do fake uh,
1: passports even though you have more money than god that hurts nobody real
0: passport yeah fake passports nobody got nobody yeah um okay Let's move on to some actual stories. Martin, uh, let's do some international break talk. So I guess a lot of people of our audience want us to talk about the U.S. men's national team. Uh, I did watch the uh, Mexico match. Uh, Big win. Big win. Christian Pulisic uh, did the shirt reveal pretty much calling out uh, Ochoa, uh, you know, saying that United States. uh Sorry, my. Computer to did an update uh, Mexico is the mirror in which United States wants to see itself. Christian Polic, uh lifted up a shirt saying uh man in the mirror after he had scored. Um, but like my biggest takeaway from this U S men's national team uh, in a world cup qualifying break. Uh, we are sitting in second. We're right behind Canada, which again, Canada is fucking awesome. They beat Mexico and celebrated in the snow. That was really cool. Um, but after watching the Jamaica match, it just felt like, It was the typical U.S. men's national team. They get you hyped. They do something like beat Mexico or beat a Germany or something like that. And then they play Jamaica or, you know, Trinidad, Tobago or Costa Rica or something like that. And it just it's uh, it's a major letdown. So, again, like, what are the expectations for this squad uh, in the upcoming World Cup is I don't know if it's even get out of the group stages at this point. So I just, again, feel very after that Jamaica draw, I just I just feel very indifferent.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that that's the key word to describe this uh, U.S. men's national team. I'm indifferent. I think that, you know, every game that we go into, um, the talent that we can pick from, the talent pool that we can pick from is, is increasing and, and growing every single match, every single year. Um, and for the past two years, people have been calling this squad the golden generation. But as long as I think Greg Berhalter is in charge, I think that our ceiling is still an eight-foot ceiling. It ain't no 10-foot. It certainly ain't no cathedral uh, ceiling because um, we see this game in and game out where they can overachieve and beat Mexico and then just toss up an utter shitbag to the likes of Jamaica, Trinidad, uh, Tobago, um, and, and teams like that. And, and let's be honest. Mexico is not who we want to compare ourselves to. Mexico is not a team that's going to go through the World Cup and and make it to the semis, make it to the quarterfinals. Um, And so, you know, for all the shit that Christian Pulisic talked, this is the man in the mirror. We are still sitting behind Canada and above Mexico. Those two teams aren't going to win the World Cup. Those two teams are the, you know, the bottom half of the, the quality table in the World Cup. Um, if, if we really want a chance, I, I think two things have to happen. I think, number one, Greg Ber- Berhalter has to go and an actual coach must take his place. Number two, the expectations must change. Um, beating Mexico is no can no longer be um, heralded as a great win. Sure, it has historical contexts, but shoot, we want to be obliterating Mexico if we think that we're going to have a chance against the likes of Germany, the likes of France the likes of maybe Portugal, the likes of Spain, the likes of Italy. Because let's not kid ourselves. Uh, CONCACAF is nowhere even close to the highest uh, skills in in the Euros or in uh, Central and South America. Let's be honest. We are not in a great competition right now, and we're still in second place. And I do not think our results are going to suddenly improve um, in the World Cup in Qatar.
0: Yeah, I, uh, but it's like, I, I hear what you're saying about, you know, cousin Greg, uh, sorry, I've been catching up on succession. Old Greg Berhalter. Um, but I think we can't replace him now. It's too close to the comp. It's too close to the actual world cup. So I think we're kind of stuck with him for this world cup. And I think I, I, I don't mean to say it, but I think he's going to flail out like horribly at this world cup. And then we're going to be like, ah, like we're going to do a big, I told you so. So I don't know. I, 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 I just feel like it's like we're kind of stuck with him in the meantime, because I feel like we've just been so comfortable. We've been like, oh, you know, Greg can get the job done. You know, he 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 makes us a little bit excited. So I feel like he's just like a placeholder. So after this World Cup and then we'll be like, because we're going to get all this outrage and then they're gonna be like, OK, we'll find another person where they should have been doing this like a year ago. Um, yeah. and
1: And let's not kid ourselves. We still have a year to the World Cup. So I think that's plenty of time to implement a new system of play. And, and Greg Berhalter still hasn't chosen a starting 11 he can consistently stick with. So I don't think anything's set in stone um, right now. And I, I just think that we the general public are going to be in for a rude awakening when the uh, United States plays teams of actual caliber, not just uh, these yokesters that we have around these parts.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Um, I mean, I think Canada is good i think mexico is good but i think you're right like when we're talking about like the south american giants or european giants it's just not it's 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 just a different game almost at that point um but yeah what do you think about this i've I've been seeing a lot of dialogue about uh south american qualifiers versus european qualifiers and the europeans will say oh well you can you can only uh, you can lose half your games and still qualify in South America. Where in Europe, if, if you even lose one, then you can get out. But South American uh, World Cup qualifiers will say, "Well, we're playing, you know, Brazil, Argentina, Uruguay, Chile, and you guys are playing Luxembourg. Uh, who's the one that England just beat? San Marino, Andorra, uh, Andorra. Like, I mean, they're playing all these like joke European, you know, uh, uh, old Soviet states, <laughs> and I, I, I kind of." I don't know. I think I kind of side with South America here because after watching, I kind of want to transition into England and Harry Kane putting up like 10 goals over the international break and only having one at Tottenham, like all this stat padding that, you know, the Europeans do. It's a little it it feels like Michael Owen said in this quote, uh, like I'm falling out of love with international football, barring the big tournaments. And I feel like a lot of people feel the same way. That's what Michael Owen said. A lot of people disagreed with him in the comments. But you know, I feel like all the people were like, "Oh, well, CONCACAF is competitive. South America is competitive." But then you look at some of these European games, you're like, "This is just ridiculous."
1: Yeah, and I I think it's kind of shit in one hand, poop in the other. Um, I I think that <laughs> you've got the same four teams that make it from South America every single year, um, or every single World Cup iteration, um, whether it's Brazil, uh, Argentina colombia and uruguay those are the mainstays in that competition so i think that their their top level of, of group stages is certainly more competitive but at the end it's the same game no matter how you shake it um the favorites are are most likely barring something crazy happening gonna make it into the competition um and obviously italy missed out uh last world cup um, and and that was that was absolutely crazy. But when was the last time we saw Brazil miss out? When was the last time we saw Argentina miss out? When was the last time we even
0: saw Europe? But they're Irish, really Columbus good. Miss out. Hmm. But they're that good, though.
1: Yeah. I think- oh, no joke. But I mean, when was the last time you saw um, fucking Bolivia make it into the World Cup? And we saw Norway, Iceland make it into the World Cup over in the Euro. So I th- I think it's it's certainly equitable. Um, both of them, Mm -hmm. they are top heavy, no jokes about it. Um, and every once in a while, someone will slip in at the cost of a giant, but at the same, at at the end of the day, I think they have the same percentile chance of making it into the world, uh, cup.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. I kind of like, I. I feel like this is a no win argument because I understand this. Like, I don't want to be middleman Kev right now, <laughs> but like I kind of like the fun South American argument that they're more competitive and Europeans being like, well, if we even lose one game, I don't know. I like that they both have their own side and they're very two different arguments, you know what I mean? Um, and also, I'm kind of biased because I love Europe, but then I'm kind of biased because I love, you know, America's, you know, so it's kind of fun. It's kind of a fun argument, Martin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But speaking of teams that are making it and might not make it, uh Portugal are actually in trouble right now, Martin, due to that Serbia loss in like the 94th minute or whatever. Um I can't imagine that Portugal don't make the 2022 World Cup, but wow, that would be fucking devastating for Ronaldo. Yeah, I mean, the
1: game itself was absolutely shambolic. The refereeing itself was horrific. Um Ronaldo had a a goal um, go at least eight inches over the line and VAR didn't step in, the referee, the side ref didn't step in, the goal ref didn't step in, the main ref didn't step in. So I don't know how they got got that one um, through, but I, I think that at the end of the day, at the end of that game, Serbia was playing the absolute bonkers um, off of Portugal. I think that, yeah, they deserve points from that game. Uh, maybe they deserve to win that game. But it's, it's one of those things. It's Frank Lampard's goal versus Germany. And now we have the technology to catch this shit. It's kind of inexcusable at the end of the day that we miss something like this. Um, but, you know, it's good for headlines. Maybe Portugal doesn't make it through. But I, I feel like the quality this Portuguese team has on, on the field, oh, I think they'll I, win out and, and Martin, get into the World Cup.
0: I don't, I don't mean to put my conspiracy hat on. I'm not putting my tinfoil hat on. But... I feel as though FIFA know how much money Ronaldo is worth. They will make something up to get Portugal in. They'll be like, ah, f- uh, fuck you. I don't know who would be like a, a team that barely met it. Uh, Netherlands. Sorry, you're disqualified because fuck you Dutch. And we need Ronaldo in like, I don't understand. They might review that goal right before the world cup. And be like, yeah, Serbia cheated. All of them were on PEDs, and they'll all like inject them with some poison darts or something. I don't know. I don't mean to get into conspiracy theory, but I know FIFA knows that Ronaldo is worth hundreds of millions of dollars in advertising and getting people's fucking I know the World Cup will be watched no matter what. But I mean, you're talking about probably millions of people tuning in just for Ronaldo. So I feel like if they don't even have him in the qualifying rounds, they're thinking about how much money and stuff they'll lose. So I I think they'll make it. um, But do, do, do you think my conspiracy theory has any weight?
1: Yeah, I mean, what they should do is just get rid of Qatar. I think that'd be an amazing <laughs> FIFA maneuver. Just be like, okay, gentlemen, we will fix this. How do we fix this? Because people hate Qatar and love Ronaldo. Okay, Qatar, the host country, you have the worst ranking. Get out of here, Ronaldo. Get in here, buddy. Go make it. Get some in more money. here.
0: Oh, uh, man. Uh, but shout out to Serbia, though. They gave. Uh their bonus from beating Portugal. They got a million-dollar bonus from the president to uh treat sick children, uh, give it to, like, a children's hospital. So, shout-out Serbia. They were celebrating. They were drinking Coca-Cola because Renato says you don't drink Coca-Cola or something, drink water. They are you know, shout-out Serbia. They are having a time of their lives, even if they may not have deserved to have that win. Um, Now, any other international news? I mean, what would you make of the whole England beating the hell out of a... Uh, Sam Marino. I mean, you also had the game before was it Albania where Maguire put his fingers in his ears to shut up the haters. I'm sure you were annoyed by that. I know Roy Kent was pissed off about it. So I kind of gauge how pissed off you'd be at Maguire because you and Roy Kent have the same anger levels. Who the fuck is Roy Kent? It's Roy Keane. Oh, Who Roy knows? Keane. Sorry, I was listening to <laughs> I was listening to a uh, Ted Lasso 2 season 2 review today. Get they out of
1: here. The I'm, disrespect I, I, is palpable.
0: I have Roy Kent on the mind, which you still need to watch Ted Lasso. It's so good. It's the most wholesome, funny, best comedy, drama, whatever you want to call it, I've seen in years. So um, I, I'm sorry to Keno. I'm sorry to Roy Keane, but he has a character based off him in Ted Lasso. But yeah, Roy Keane was pissed off at McGuire for doing the shut up the haters thing. But what do you make of the whole stat padding? England, Harry Kane, all that stuff.
1: No, I mean, I think it's certainly embarrassing. Uh, it's uh, it's like uh, me going out and playing against a bunch of six-year-olds and sliding on my knees and celebrating like I just scored the winning <laughs> goal in a World Cup final. Um, they, it's uh, Harry Kane and, and Harry Maguire, Gareth Southgate, the whole England squad can go to hell as far as I'm concerned.
0: Not ESR. Um, ESR and Sokka are protected.
1: ESR and <laughs> Sokka, I'm I'm fans of. Good, good job on them. They um, haven't been ruined yet. <laughs> not yet. They still have time. But, I mean, it, it, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. I mean, this is certainly not the uh, the type of competition that England are going to be facing. It goes back to what we say almost every single time we talk about an international break. It's absolutely worthless competition. We know San Marino, Andorra, Albania are, are, not, are not in any uh, weird timeline ever going to make it into the World Cup. Why in the world is England playing them? I think it goes back to what we said again. Um, if if we want to have actual qualifiers for ranking and stuff, by all means do it. But put all these shitty teams in a little playoff pool and have them play each other because it's just silly. Uh, Paul Pogba gets hurt um, in, in like the first training session while France go out and, and play absolutely nobody's. Why was he there? Um, Harry Maguire is now confident and he, he he's the captain's captain now after scoring against Albania. Let's be honest, nobody cares. Harry Kane has done jack all season long except take a shit on Tottenham Stadium. And he goes out and scores a hat trick and all of a sudden everything's okay. I mean, it's it's it goes back to what you were saying about uh, South American versus European qualifiers. Uh, it's it's laughable the competition they they face and and the levels they go to celebrate winning against these uh, awful teams. Let's be honest. Um, and and so I am wholly unimpressed by Southgate, Harry Maguire, Harry Kane, the entire England national squad for thinking this is something to be celebrated for.
0: Yeah, I I think it's kind of like. Like, I, I, I think it's embarrassing. It's a bit embarrassing. It's just like it's just clown behavior, to be honest. And it's just like I just want to be like, be like, dude, like, we're not really mad. You just look goofy as fuck. You it's know what cringey, I mean? It's cringy, dude. It's cringy. Yeah, cringe. Who are you shutting
1: up? All of Albania? All 18 of them? Yeah. Good like God.
0: Like, d- d- do that for United. And then I'll be like, all right, like, you know. Like when you played Man City the other week, you should have done it then and then put your fucking fingers in your ears, right? <laughs> Not yeah. Albania. Choose Why'd you save that? Why'd or
1: you... do it against Germany for fuck's sake. I have no problem doing it against a good team, but you're playing San Marino, you weirdos.
0: Yeah, but ESR got a goal, so I was pumped. <laughs> I, I, I'll let ESR get it. Let him stat pad a little bit. He's a youngster.
1: Yeah, he's, uh, he's young as shit. Harry Maguire is a grown man. Grow
0: up. <laughs> it's a grown fridge. That's a Black and Decker <laughs> right there. Um, all right. Uh, anything else international? I kind of want to do predictions and then fan questions. Just make this a little quickie pod, a little quickie with Martin. You know, you know how we do it. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, Uh
1: That's about all I got for oh. internationales.
0: Um, just other news. Danny Alves back to Barcelona. That was fun. <laughs> Shoot. Uh.
1: Oh, yeah. Veteran um,
0: presence. Veteran
1: presence. Yeah. Fucking Zavi confirmed and in Barcelona. So little yeah. coach merry-go-round. Uh, he put out his ten commandments, um, and it is strict. PK cannot do anything. Um, so I, I kind of love that. I am kind of grown as a fan of Zavi and his uh, weird medieval coaching style.
0: I just hope to give him time. Because they have a lot of Spanish youngsters too. And I love, I was watching Spain over the international break. This young Spain squad. I don't think, I think they can make a little noise in this world cup. They're kind of, kind of nasty. Um, um, but yeah, Danny Alves showing up in flip flops and some crazy cyberpunk glasses. I love Danny Alves. He's my favorite, 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 favorite right back of all time. He's just so fun. So fun. I just love him so much. Um, okay let's do our weekend predictions this is week oh god what week is this shit <laughs> 11 11 I Ele- 11 we are week 11 we are a third no a fourth. over a fourth of the way through the premier league not a third yet um so let's kick this off uh lester versus chelsea at king power stadium martin um 7:30 a.m. I'm definitely gonna wake up for this. All right, you want to do a do three, two, one? Yeah, three, two, one. Chelsea. Leicester. Okay, I want to hear why. Tuchel's not a good
1: coach, man. I've been saying <laughs> okay. it. I've been saying it for no. a year. He's not that good. Um, I I think that uh, the Foxes are do a win, and I think Chelsea kind of stumbled into the international break. They've got a, a bunch of players playing
0: in the international hey, break as even, well. Even the best of us draw against Burnley. Okay, everyone draws the Sean Dyche once in a while.
1: That's right. That's right. But is not a good coach. Um, and I, oh, I my God. He's, he's really not. Champions um, League and top of the Premier
0: League right now. Come yeah, on. I mean,
1: for sure. But he plays some boring uh, Frank Lampard-esque lateral passing. But
0: Josie Mourinho Just, is boring, and he was still an amazing manager.
1: Yeah, but he's, he's the like of Jose Mourinho. He'll score one and then do jack all the rest of the game. I, I can't stand the dude. Um, and it pains me that I'm rooting for an ex-Liverpool manager and Brendan Rodgers. But for now, I'm going with Brendan Rodgers. Jamie Vardy, get on it, lad. Calci and Iacho, love to see it. Yuri Tillemans, I hope his leg is better because that dude was on Fuego <laughs> before the international break. Um, I just love the Leicester squad, so I got to go with my heart. Leicester, King Power, let's go.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Uh, you know, I think Lukaku's due. Is he back yet? Is he going to do don't something? don't think so. Fuck. I got him out of my fantasy team. But um, So, all right. Aston Villa versus Brighton. Three, two, one. I'm going Villa. Grand Potter. CVG opens say? up with... I, I'm saying Aston Villa. I am Get saying CVG opens up with a win. It'll be overreaction exag- over Sunday. Um, because everyone's gonna be like, wow, Stevie G immediately transitioned. He he's gonna show the he's gonna be the new man the face of the Premier League manage. It's, it's gonna be such an overreaction. I can I feel it in my bones that Stevie G is gonna get a win against Graham Potter, and everyone's gonna be like, wow, like he's gonna be a manager of the future. He's probably gonna take Klopp's job. I hear it already, Martin.
1: That that's fair. I, I do feel like that is like a, a pinpoint reaction to when Stevie G. You are
0: gonna freak the fuck out they every really time Stevie are. G. And I, I and love CVG, but they're gonna, out of the water. But it's going to be too much every time.
1: <laughs> it really is, and and I, I think that's exactly what we see if Villa go on for a streak or or what have you. But I, I think the the fact of the matter remains is he's coming from the Scottish Premier League, um, and he's Ranges. about to face a an English Premier League squad that has continuously improved under Grand Potter and, and I believe Brighton is in sixth place right now. And I think this is their best start to a Premier League season. Um since that since they've been here.
0: And I yes, think they are in seventh, right behind you, but tied on points. Ah, that's right.
1: That's right. Um I think the gay seagulls are, are gonna show Stevie G this ain't Scotland anymore, Laddie. We're playing the real deal. <laughs> and let's be honest, I, I love Villa. Um I love Villa when uh Jackie was on it. Uh, I love it. them still with Al Ghazi and James McGinn on it. Um, but I am wholeheartedly rooting for this Stevie G experiment to fail miserably. Get him into Lampards. Get him uh, into all the Gunner Salkjars. Bad managers. Oh,
0: yeah. And Dean Smith went to Norwich. De- so
1: fucking Dean Smith. I never should have fired Dean Smith.
0: Yeah. That was, I mean, five losses in a row is pretty bad, though. But I will, be- I, I. I I think the Gay Seagulls, they're just so organized. That's what I like about them. Graham Potter really has them just well-oiled um, in a more fun way than Sean Dyche, how he organized them just to literally defend their balls off. At least Graham Potter has a little more fun with it. Uh, okay, next game, Burnley, Crystal Palace. We don't have to spend any time on this. Uh, three, two, one, Crystal Palace. Four meters. Ah. Oh, we are opposite every single game so far. I like it. I dig it. Um, I'm here for it. I'm just doing it. I know you're doing it for Sean Dyche. I'm doing it for my boy, Patrick Vieira. And Crystal Palace is in better form.
1: Yeah, Crystal Palace has improved a lot since the opening couple games. Patrick Vieira is no longer looking like the worst of the new age managers. Um, I'm just doing it for Sean Dyche. I love that lad. He's a good, strong lad.
0: Yeah, they got like Kiate and like a lot of young, fun players in Crystal Palace. I don't know. I think Crystal Palace is just like, they'll not be relegated. They'll probably end up like, I don't know, 15th, but I feel like it will be a strong 15th. <laughs> if that <laughs> makes sense. Um, uh, a justified, uh, a distinguished 15th. Um, next is Newcastle, Brentford with new manager, Eddie Howell. Uh, three, two, one, Brentford, Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. I had, I wanted to do Newcastle cause I knew you were going to pick Brentford and I just feel like Brentford's got their, is is also in good form in Newcastle. I mean, the, he did have the whole international break, same with Stevie G to kind of organize their squad and kind of set up, bring in their you know, uh, team of managers and like coaches and whatnot, but I don't know. I feel like Brentford will use this and see there's like blood in the water of Newcastle with the new manager and take advantage of it.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I think Brentford is the nicest surprise to come out of the championship uh, this season. Uh, they remind me a lot of you know, Leeds, um, as well as Sheffield United two years ago, um, and and this this team is playing with guts, baby gutso. Um And I think that you're you're absolutely right. I mean, this Newcastle squad, albeit they have a shitload of terrorist money in their pockets now, but they are still in a transition right now. Just got a new manager for no reason. Um, these players are playing with the the likelihood that they're going to be replaced within the next couple transfer windows. So. I got to go with Brentford. They're coming out attacking like crazy almost every single game playing like uh, Leicester. They play their own game um, to anybody. So I got to go with the bees, baby. The bees. Um, The bees
0: knees, dog.
1: Good God. I hope you're relegated. That is all I want in this universe.
0: Yeah, it'll be really funny if they're relegated. It'll just be like, LOL. Uh, Next is Norwich versus Southampton. Three. Two, one, Southampton. Southampton. Yeah. I mean yeah. fucking I
1: Hasselhoff think... is is like quietly improving this Southampton squad and they're just becoming or I guess they have been for a while, Kev, like a a, a mainstay in the Prem. Like not all the times great, not all the times bad, but they're quietly consistent.
0: Yeah, I I I mean t- what can you say about Shea Adams and Theo Walcott? Top class players. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I just feel like Dean Smith is walking into a very bad Norwich squad, and we'll see. It, I, I, best case scenario is a draw for them. If I, I, but if, I think they'd be really lucky.
1: Yeah, and and to Dean Smith's credit, I now have my dream of uh, a team equaling the Derby tally of ten uh, absolutely diminished and and broken. I think that they will get more than. 15 18 points now i think dean smith is a phenomenal manager especially for the growth of the club as he did with villa over the past four or five years um so i think he will be a great manager for them um i'm just devastated the fact that burnley's or burnley uh darby's record won't be broken
0: one day and it'll be swansea uh okay next game um <coughs> man united versus Watford uh, there are so many all these games have been 10 a.m. There's like five games at 10 a.m. Holy fuck Dude, it's uh, the
1: new age where there's like zero games on Sundays and they crowd everything in on on Saturday
0: so they're all on Peacock I fucking hate I corpora- fucking hate Peacock I fucking uh. hate corporate capitalism corporatism this is such bullshit and NBC might lose the rights which we haven't even talked about that it might go to ESPN which will suck dick
1: Yes, spam plus. Cool, 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 cool.
0: Great. Anyway, Watford, Man United. Uh three, two, one. Man united. You know, Man united. Oli saves his job once again. Tricks.
1: We're great again.
0: Yeah. That'll be also overreaction. Well, Oli, I mean, look how good he is. <laughs> you guys will score yeah, like five I, goals I, against tell- Watford. Pogba masterclass. Exactly. Ronaldo has a hat trick.
1: Yeah, it's, it's going to be, oh, all the problems are forgotten, and we have restarted the cycle. Um, It's nothing that I haven't seen before. Uh, And, oh, I'm banned from the Manchester United subreddit because I made my voice perfectly clear on telling people to shut the fuck up about Ollie in and Ollie out. Talk about a horse that has been beaten to death. My lord, boys. Um wow, bad boy. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't think, I, I do not think that this game nor any of the upcoming games is going to decide all the Gunnar Solskjaer's future at this club because the wheels are turning but nothing's in motion per usual at Manchester United. I think, like Kev said, this is going to be a bloodbath and, you know, Ronnie Hatrick, Bruno Hattrick, what have you. Uh, everything's going to be forgotten and the cycle restarts.
0: Yeah, it's a time's a flat circle, Martin. Time is a <laughs> flat circle. True Detective season one, and Matthew McConaughey might be the governor of Texas, so that that'll be fun. Um, Better
1: than their current one, fucking Greg.
0: Yeah, fuck that guy. Uh, Wolves versus West Ham, um, three, two, one. West Ham. David Moyes.
1: <sighs> I, I I gotta go West Ham too. Yeah, David Moyes is, is on a
0: tear. Yeah. Uh, big game of Sun of Saturday, Liverpool versus Arsenal at Anfield. <sighs> am I am I a hater? If I'm I don't want to do a three 2 one because I'm going to pick Liverpool. It's Liverpool at Anfield. I know Arsenal fans are going to get pissed at me. I was talking to one today where I was like, yeah, you know, this might be our coming to earth game, but it's Liverpool at fucking Anfield. Martin, what else am I supposed to do? Who do you have in this? Arsenal. Ah, don't say that. I feel like a
1: bad fan. Dude, it's it's definitely Arsenal. Liverpool just lost to West Hammersmith.
0: Exactly, um, this is their bounce back game and bring us down to you know
1: to reality. No, this is this is your come up game. This is your up and up game. This is their like, hey, Arteta's is good at managing this game. Um, I I, I got to go just based on like, I'll be totally honest. This is a gut feeling. I, I feel like you guys are gonna get a draw or win this game, and I think it's gonna be a scruffy. Oh, game. we get
0: a draw. I mean me Liverpool and Arsenal always play fun matches. Remember that one we watched in Philly that 3-3 Dude, that crazy affair? That was a affair? great
1: game. That was uh, awesome. Where did we watch that? Because we didn't I, go to our
0: normal spots. No, it was the one right around right down Jeweler's Row, that that pub at the end of Jeweler's Row. Oh, that's right, but we never went there. We always went
1: to uh well,
0: We've oh, gone to Misconduct, which is the Philly one. We've gone no, to the
1: the one we always went to on uh right right after the park right after the park it was like you go out to the left you take a right onto that street i can't remember i think it was walnut
0: it was on walnut street fuck ah fuck i dude i haven't been to philly in so long i'm a bad I miss it man i want to go i want to visit so bad uh get get a get a get a bev with the lads uh okay you know what Let's go Arsenal! Fuck Liverpool! Arsenal all the way, baby! Let's. <laughs>
1: that's what I'd like to hear, Kev. I can-
0: no one clip that. No one, please, no one clip that. Okay. Um, Sunday games. We have Man City, Everton, three, two, one. City. Man City. Yeah, that's it's. Everton are going back to the mean, so I feel like this will be a good, back to the mean game for them, uh, and then Spurs leads three, two, one Spurs. Yes. Ah, oh, Martin, come on, Antonio Conte's—he can beat Biesla. Who's a better manager, him or Biesla? Biesla, through and through. Oh my God, one—we just thousand percent. Are, are we just hot taking? How? What has Biesla ever fucking won?
1: Uh he has never had the opportunity to win because he takes shit close oh. to the.
0: I wonder land. why. Uh. No,
1: nah, Biesla is through and through a better manager. Antonio Conte has done jack with Spurs through two games. Harry Kane is off. Sucking himself off for scoring a hat trick against Andorra. And the he's, gonna, he's
0: playing himself in the form. He's just playing himself into shape, Harry Kane. That's what he has to do. <laughs> he's like, he's, like, he's you practicing. Know, like, it's like Shaq. Like Shaq was never in shape. He had to, <laughs> during the off season, he had to play his way into shape into the playoffs. You know, same deal. Shaq Kane, Dude, same player.
1: At least Harry Kane isn't pulling a Ben Simmons and practicing with, I think it was. Drexler's college team instead of the Sixers themselves or, or whoever the Hawks are. Who are the Hawks?
0: Oh, St. Joe's. St. Joe's.
1: That's who he's, that's who he's practicing with. Drexel right now instead of
0: going are. I think Drexel are the Dragoons or the Dragons? That's right.
1: Yeah, you're right. I remember picking up weed at a Drexel uh, dorm and being like, what the fuck's a Dragoon?
0: Ah. Yeah, that's. Uh, it's like a big dragon. Uh, dragoon. It, Um, Anyway, we have some fan questions. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Lads Podcast and Twitter at Lads underscore podcast. And we're releasing a big new shirt this week uh, in support of uh, unions that are striking. So if you want more information about that, you got to follow our what's it called our social media. So do that. Um, and then you can get a shirt and support people in unions because this is a giant labor movement going on in the country and people want better working conditions and livable wages. So sick. Okay. Uh, first question, Martin, we're going to do rapid fire. You ready? Bing bang. Luca Navarro7 says, Prime Suarez or Prime Lenodowski. Suarez. Yeah, Suarez. I'm sorry. I, I know. The recency bias of people will say Lewandowski, but Prime Suarez is unbelievable. I mean, that Liverpool year, those years of Barcelona, and even now, Suarez is so fucking good. Uh, Yeah.
1: I mean, I I think Kev said it best. The recency bias will definitely say Lewandowski, but for all you 12 year olds out there, go watch 2012 Luis Suarez. Go watch him in his early days at Barcelona. Go watch him in the MSN trio. Go watch him when he even after literally that. dragged that Liverpool team to the cusp. Uh Luis Suarez was one of the best players I've ever seen in the Prem.
0: I mean an asshole. Complete piece of shit. That horrible it, race or god-awful yeah. human being,
1: but wow, was he good at soccer?
0: God damn, he was so good. Okay. Schaefer Wafer20 says, If you had to kill one Premier League manager, who would it be and why? Oh God. Um. Um. <laughs> Any reason, Martin?
1: He's too emotional for a German. He needs to lock it up. <laughs> lock that shit up.
0: <laughs> um, if I had to kill one manager... I don't know. There's not really a manager I hate. Rafa Benitez. Nah, I like Rafa. I like Rafa. Um, Biesla. You I, hate Biesla. I used to hate Biesla, but he grew on me. He grows on people, man. Um, uh, I, didn't, I He's won everything. Uh... Maybe pa- I don't want to murder anyone, dog. Um, I I'd, I'd
1: murder the fucking whole lot.
0: <laughs> um, if I had to pick any manager in history, it would have to be like prime. Josie Mourinho at Chelsea when he used to bully Arsene Wenger. I would he say he did, did. <laughs> like that's just because he bullied my guy, man. That was like, you know, Elon bullying Bernie Sanders on Twitter this week. It's like, no, that's my guy. You don't bully my guy like that. Don't don't come after my sweet old men. Who are just sweet old men. What does Elon do? He he like tweeted at like uh, Bernie Sanders because Bernie was like, hey, I think billionaires should pay their fair share in taxes. And he said, well, I forgot you were alive. And I was like, well, that's fucking mean. (laughs) Maybe you
1: should pay attention to fucking current events there, you weird sociopath. Instead of naming your kid X, (laughs) Y, J. (laughs) Nope. I could care less about what Elon Musk thinks. Jump yourself to space, you fucking twat.
0: Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, dog. Um, next question. OK, prime Josie Mourinho. But I like I kind of like Josie Mourinho now. I don't know. I just kind of like everybody. I'm I'm the worst person. Uh, Kingito1019 <laughs> says, if you're trying to get someone into soccer, which team or teams would you tell them to pay attention to? Ooh, good question.
1: Like who to follow or who to pay attention to?
0: Um, I guess like, hey, follow this team. There are a lot of, I, I'm thinking like fun. What's a fun, fun team to watch? I mean, I feel like Liverpool, a-
1: Leeds, West Ham, those would be my three, like non top six teams. We're throwing away all top six. Oh, teams.
0: then West Ham's a good shout, and Leicester and Leeds. Yeah, those are wow. Yeah, good call, Martin. Thank you. Are, I do watch soccer. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I was thinking top six. You went the other route. Um, yeah, I
1: feel like top six is too easy. And, and plus, let's be honest, like, Outside Liverpool of Liverpool has that
0: like rock and roll, like fucking fat. they have Mohamed Salah, who's electric. Their whole team is kind of like super just roided out, kind of crazied out, you know. So I think like they just have a lot of energy and they're very fun. Cops all crazy, you know, I feel like that's a fun squad to follow.
1: Yeah, except the fan base is super cringe. So <laughs> um, we're all I, cringe. Yeah, I know. It's awful. Uh, I'm I'm going to go into an international zone and shout out Italy. I I feel like if if you want to jump into soccer during this next World Cup, I'd watch Italy. Um, Italy or Spain. Like Kev said earlier, Italy is fun as shit because they are playing with a chip on their shoulder. I think they lost their first game in over two years. Um, Recently, Spain has a bunch of young guns gunning for it, looking real darn good. England's just going to get your hopes up and and crush them. Um, So go with Italy or Spain if you're talking international.
0: Yeah, I you know going international i think those are really two really good shouts um griggs jc says who's the most underrated team in europe ooh um they're not in the champions league right but i feel like napoli super they're top of serie a right now i feel like they're super underrated um i like that i'm um just because I feel like most people don't like in terms of our listeners don't really watch Syria, and I've been able to watch a lot of Syria this year because I've been bullied by all my Juventus friends on Twitter. Um and Napoli are super fun to watch.
1: I'm I'm gonna pick a foreign team as well. I'm going to Spain and I'm gonna pick Real Betis. Um I believe they're yeah. in third place right now and that La Paul's Liga. team. Yeah, it is. It is Paul's yeah. team. Yeah, shout out um, Paul. Yeah, his his Spanish counterpart part or scott's team um sevilla i mean sevilla definitely flies under the radar they they have been improving um domestically year after year they are the um you oh shoot what's the horrible competition where the rejects of the champions league go to europa League? they are the europa league kings um sevilla is a good shout real Betis is surprising a bunch of people but i like napoli dude i, I like that shout a lot
0: Thank you. Napoli is always the brides me, never the bride. Let them win Syria. Come on. All those years with Higuain. Uh, I don't know. I just... a will shower away. Remember him? He was so fun. Oh, um, I'll shower
1: away. I love that weirdo. Roma, Ace Milan, all rejects.
0: Uh, anyway, uh, we got two more questions. Uh, Joe Cappuccino, who's my great Juventus buddy says Antonio Conte off to a pretty shit start at Tottenham thoughts. I mean, he only had one premier league match. Come on. Yeah, he's I mean,
1: pretty shit though for a, a savior. If um, we're basing it off
0: one match, then yes, <laughs> we're basically, entire... didn't he have two in charge? Yes, but he had one in that, like, uh, I think it was the league cup or whatever that other shitty European competition they're in.
1: <laughs> oh, that's right. He drew and lost. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that No, just two draws.
0: He hasn't lost yet.
1: Ah, as I were. I think that Antonio Conte, his credentials speak for themselves. But I think this Tottenham team is is pretty raw, in. um, so I, I'm not expecting a huge lot of success for Antonio Conte.
0: Okay, this is the big long question, the last question of the pod. This is from Elon Musk hate a t- account, which is <laughs> topical. Topical. Uh, it's from our buddy Logan. He says, "Who would you rather have help you in a bar fight?" Ooh. First choice, Martin, is Adama Traore, but he has the disadvantage that he is in a cast and can only use one of his hands, or Neymar, but he has the advantage that he's fighting for his sister's honor as he sees someone who's wronged her and he is out for revenge. (laughs)
1: Uh, are those our two options? Because I'm picking <laughs> Neymar through and through.
0: Neymar, 100. percent That man will do anything. He will not play games. He will fake injuries. He will kill for his sister. <laughs> yeah, the the love that Neymar, the
1: sexual love that Neymar has for his sister.
0: I mean, it is <laughs> Game of Thrones, The Game of Thrones incestual love for that man's sister. Oh man, uh, allegedly. Um, No, that's
1: that's we're past confirmed. I think we can break the news here. Neymar and his Uh, sister have weird incestual sex.
0: Game of Thrones, Cersei and Jaime Lannister top (coughs) of the tower. Um, Yeah,
1: you saw what Jaime did for Cersei. Uh, Neymar's going (laughs) to do the exact same fucking thing.
0: He he is uh, Jaime Lannister. He will do anything. He will, uh, spoiler alert, die in King's Landing together and have an unceremonious, unceremonial Is that the word? They'll have, a, they'll have a shitty death that ruins a, a shitty ending to a what could have been a good show. Um, but Dude, I can't uh, even remember how that shit
1: ended. I was so pissed who off. Who cares? I think I blocked that from my memory.
0: Yeah, I saw this whole like article and this like TikTok trend going on that was just like, hey, that show ended so badly that has just fall. Remember how it was like the biggest thing in the world for like yeah. years? And now no one has even spoken about it because that shit ended so bad. It's such a Crazy. shame they
1: should have just left it a cliffhanger. Like, we're out of money. Whoopsie. And out of book. it would still be talked about. But no, they had to ruin it.
0: Ugh. Yeah. Kind of sad. But hey, let's end on a sad note. Thank you guys for listening this week. Uh, we appreciate you. Go follow us on our social medias. Um, stay tuned for our charity shirt uh, coming out hopefully this week. Sometime this weekend. Uh, I'll try and post it, make a video about it. And uh, yeah, you guys have a great weekend. Premier League is back.